0: everybody welcome back this is inside fitness radio presents total fitness podcast my name is matthew i'm walter today we're going to be talking about a little tiktok video that we uh that we saw online it was actually an older video that has kind of resurfaced a little bit and the title of the video is can fat people be a personal trainer or can a fat person be a personal trainer and this is the video uh right here so let's give it a quick watch
1: when they say fat people can't be personal trainers
0: so there you go this uh this lady chill tash is her name on tiktok you know fourteen thousand followers as you can see quite obese i would actually classify that as probably morbidly obese at that point um but again she's a personal trainer like her day job is being a personal trainer uh from the looks of what we've seen on her profile now the question was can fat people be personal trainers She
1: says yes. Walter, what do you say? I say yes. I I say it's going to be difficult for her. She's going to have to fight a battle against how people perceive her. And her knowledge base can be great, but she's still going to have to fight that. Um, As someone who's fought against, well, older people can't be personal trainers um and and had to persevere if she's willing to persevere and judging from what i've seen her personality and her knowledge can carry her far Mm -hmm. but she's gonna have to fight that fight
0: yeah it's kind of that uh, usual thing like uh, personally for me like 100 percent, you can i don't care who you are you can be a trainer anybody can as long as you have the knowledge and you understand the movements and how to also be a personable person which she looks like she is And again, that video was from originally like 2021. So obviously she's been doing it for a little bit of time, even if it's, I don't know when she started, but it's been at least a year. So, you know, the fact that she's doing it, she has knowledge. She seems like a great personality. People are 100% going to be attracted to that, right? It's also the idea that people who might be too shy to go into the gym for somebody who is looking like Mr. Olympia, looking like a very unattainable athlete six foot four looks like they could just pick up a, uh, a dumbbell off the 200 pound side of the rack. Like it's nothing, like it's a toothpick, you know, it's a little bit more intimidating for somebody who hasn't necessarily been in the gym before and they see somebody like her and to them, they might be like, that's my person. That's who I need mm-hmm. to be. Cause they understand maybe some of the struggles that I've been dealing with, but there's also the flip sides of that. And you kind of said it, it's me personally, because I've had many coaches in the past, I don't get a coach based on just knowledge alone. I get it based off the experience they have and what my goal is to kind of look like. Now that's just me. I know I have many female trainers or sorry. I have many female clients that are not trying to look like the 225 pound version of me back when I was bodybuilding. They, they couldn't care for that. Um, but I also did have a lot of men who were trying to achieve that. And I also had a lot of clients tell me, it's like, yeah, you know, I came to you cause you are in great shape. You have a great personality. You know, you look like, you know, what you're doing you and it's stupid, but you, your body is your, uh, your business card. You know, a lot of people hate saying that nowadays, but let's be, well, if we're being honest though, still
1: how people perceive it. It can still be how people perceive it. I agree with you. And, and, uh, For better or worse, I mean, I know I've gotten more clients my age because I'm my age, because they don't want to go to a kid, however, good the kid may look. Um, they want someone who they know has the experience and who they can talk to, um, from that niche standpoint. But also, I think when you're going forward, you it's not enough to look great, you may get the client for the initial sign on, yeah, but if you're an asshole, you're not going to stick around. If you don't have a a method of motivating them so they can change and grow and develop, then they're not going to stick around. So it can definitely have its downside to be the Adonis trainer. If you are not also talented, conscientious, personable, empathetic, and all the other qualities that you need to be a good trainer. You know, I mean, Burgess Meredith in the Rocky films. Yeah. Did he look like a boxer?
0: (laughs) Well, and that's kind of, again, we have seen that, you know, to anybody new who's listening, like you're just getting in the gym for the first time. It may seem like your gym or that specific gym is filled with like trainers who are bigger, more lean. They have, you know, they're really strong, all that sort of stuff. But realistically, I mean, how many trainers have we worked with in the past online or in person who weren't even close to, uh, you know, being, the bodybuilder, the power lifter, the athlete, the, they just really enjoyed coaching people. They had a massive knowledge base about it and they enjoyed doing what they were doing. You know, not everybody who's a trainer wants to be a bodybuilder on stage. Not everybody who's a trainer is trying to, you know, if they're a box, uh, a boxer, my boxing coach, he never really cared to go pro. He doesn't even want to train pros anymore. Like we had some pros come in the gym, and it was like it was great for me because you know I could actually train with them. But at some point, he was like, eh, "I am going to kick them out because this isn't a pro gym. I don't, I don't want that. I want the amateurs. I want the kids who are having fun in here. I want to coach people who are enjoying what they're doing." Yeah. And he is the portrayal of that. He's a, you know, he's a big, massive dude, but like
1: he's kind of a teddy bear at the same time, right? And you get yeah. that from him right away. But it's, it's interesting because I, I don't know if you remember the the way we felt when we were told that we could not practice our poses in the gym yeah. because this is not a bodybuilding gym. Yeah. And we we're like, what do you mean? It's a gym. It's gotta be, it's, we've got to have the right to take off our shirts and pose. And, uh, no, I mean, where you are does matter. And and he obviously doesn't want to have a gym where he's got a bunch of pros in there. Yeah. He wants to have people who are just enjoying themselves mm-hmm. and learning and grow. Yeah, or just
0: yeah. the the amateur competitors right like yeah you know not too high level just you know maybe going to the point of pro but he doesn't want to deal with the pro the pro scene right well,
1: maybe if the stakes are a little lower you're a little more chill too
0: well let's be honest i mean i've been to gyms where they are the and this is it like we at my gym we have such a good foundation and we're all good teammates and we're all really good friends because of the fact that the head coach has built it in such a way that he's like we're coming here to box. We're coming here to learn how to box. We're coming here to learn how to compete, how to fight. We're going to spar hard. We're going to give each other black eyes. We're going to give each other bloody noses. But at the end of the day, it's like, you're all really good friends because this is the way my gym is. We don't want any hatred. Anybody who's, you know, anybody who's a dick, we're we're sending them out the door. We don't want that there. And we have done that before, right?
1: If only our political people could feel the same way (laughs) in congress or the senate or where parliament oh that'd be nice but
0: but again i mean to get back to the original point of what i was saying it's like personally no i would not go for somebody who is morbidly obese as a trainer Mm. now if they it's tough though like if they had a huge knowledge base and they showed that content and that side of them. And they have the experience from the past. Cause I, I truly am a huge believer that experience sometimes does trump book smarts when it comes to anything, not just Mm -hmm. fitness, right? Like experience, you're not going to, you can't. And we, we actually had a trainer like this really smart person, master's degree in kinesiology, never did a squat in their life. Yeah. I think, you know who I'm talking about, but it was like, I do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, how are you going to coach us? You know, the biomechanics, you know, every muscle that's firing when you're doing it. You know how to watch it, but you can't do it. So
1: how do you demo?
0: And it also and gets to the point. Demoing is
1: a really important thing.
0: But then it gets to the point as well that so many people miss out on. And this is why she can be, you can be a fat personal trainer. You can be a slow race car driver. I don't care. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. But when it comes to the fitness, it's like every single client that walks in that door is different. They may all have the same similar goals, but every life they have lived is different. Every experience they have had is different. Mm. Their experience in the gym might be different. Their experience at work that day may be different. Their experience in terms of relationship, how they handle money, how they handle uh, hardship, how they handle happiness, everything is different. Personal training is not just about teaching somebody or coaching somebody is not just about here's a program, here's a diet, follow it. It is the get down to the nitty gritty of figuring out why weren't you able to overcome that issue you were having and get into the gym? Like, what is really going on here? You know, is it just, is it just something smaller? Is there a bigger thing that we're not addressing? And like, I'm not saying you're their therapist. But at times you don't are. <laughs> but it is getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, if you want to be a successful coach, you can't just hand off programs. Sure. If you have millions of followers, charge them whatever, 250 every month for your cookie cutter bullshit program. Go for it. If you want to actually change people's lives, yeah, maybe like 10% of those people will be able to follow that because they are just living that life already. 90% are going to fail. If you want at least a 90% success rate and maybe a 10% or, a, a, again, even 100%, which I truly don't think is possible, at just how things are, but 90% success rate, you are going to have to be more involved. And you have to have the personality and your own personal
1: experiences to back that up. Yeah. I have to say, though, that if, if I were looking for a coach now walking into a, a big box where there's like eight ten coaches in a row i would be looking for the person with a loyal following mm-hmm. who's busy a good deal of the time and who obviously looks like they're enjoying their clients and their clients are enjoying them now that doesn't mean the clients are like yay i mean i have clients who are like I hate this. I hate this. (laughs) Thanks. See you on Wednesday, right? That's okay. They don't have to love it in the moment, but I, you know, those people are going to be the people who fire me up. Yeah, not someone who just looks good, but it's like, all right, now we're going to do this. Check my phone. And how? And we've seen a lot of that that too.
0: You see it all the time. I was at the gym (laughs) this morning, not my gym that I actually coach out of. But you see it all the time. I actually, I was doing a call today with a, uh, with a prospect who wanted to do my online mm-hmm. coaching and she was saying the exact same thing to me. She was like, I've had two online coaches in the past and just off of me showing her what I do in terms of uh, my actual program. Well, for one, she was like, I am so impressed with the content that you put out because you're not just like every other dude or every other girl on Instagram who just posts a booty booty picture or an app shot yeah. and says, no excuses get in the gym it's like you actually have some substance to what you're saying and then it's like i get her on the call and i'm telling her like this is what's included in my program this is how we make sure that you hit your goals like yada 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 it's it's, yeah and then i guess the point of oh you actually care yeah because again like how many how many times have you had a client come to you and they're like i have had such a bad time with personal trainers in the past one of my very good friends an old client of mine. And honestly, if I'm being real, once I go back to Toronto, I'm 90% certain when I hit Toronto, she is going to drop her trainer as of right now. And then go straight back to me. She doesn't do the online coaching. We tried it. She hated it, but she still messaged me every single week being like, Hey, so yeah, I miss you a lot. I really wish you were my trainer still, (laughs) but nonetheless, it's like, she's had trainers for the past How long has it been? I guess 14 years now. And she had multiple trainers and then she found me. We were together for about three and a half, four years. I left, we did the online thing. It didn't work out. So I was like, here's some good recommendations. And she could not handle anybody else. She, she did not like it. And it's just like, it seems like everybody that I've been training with is just like every single person that she went to was just not the style. And it almost seemed like they didn't care enough. But that was the first thing she said was it was not her personality and not her style. And so many people forget that when you have somebody who is that involved in your life trying to help you achieve a goal, your coaching, if it's a coach, your coaching has to fit that person's style. Otherwise, they will probably not succeed in the way you think they will. I turn down clients now if they do not fit what I am. I can get a vibe pretty
1: easily i i think yeah i mean you have to fit them that fit you there there is a give and take i mean i know that i'm not the same walter with client a that i am with client b yeah i read the room right you have to be able to do that to a certain extent but uh they also have to be able to read my room yeah and if it's going to be someone who's going to be constantly uh combative then we don't belong together and thanks good luck you know, I I don't want to have any rancor towards these people. It just isn't a good fit.
0: Yeah, and that's it. I have to. Speaking of combative, I I've had multiple clients in the past that are combative, or I currently have clients that are very combative, but in a way that I know they're doing it.
1: It's about boxing still, gym. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> but they're still they're still pushing themselves that to that point. Yeah. Like I know if I really said to them, Yo, Walter, shut up and do the work, they will. They will, and then they'll go do it. Yeah. Now I've had other clients in the past that I've dropped. and There's been a few where I was like, "Hey, we really need to get this work done." Like, you know, we're trying to, and they're just like, "No, nah, I'm. I honestly just no, I can't do it today. Not feeling that today." And it never gets to the point of like yelling matches, screaming matches. I don't let it get to that point because I'm just like, "Look, we are not meant to." I I personally don't feel like I can give you what you are after. I don't feel like this is a good fit. You know, I don't want you to look back in three months and say, hey, I wasted my money. Here's where I think you should go. You know, this trainer or this coach, maybe go uh, ask them, maybe see, feel them out, see if they're a bit better fit for you. Because style matters. Personality matters. Absolutely. You can't butt heads. So again, when you're a fat person, being a personal trainer, if somebody obese is coming into the gym and looks at the 22-year-olds or 25-year-olds, in shape person who has been in shape for the past 10-12 years of their life or started off really skinny they never had morbid obesity probably not the best fit like sure I, I again depends on the personality but they may actually be more interested in somebody if they're really shy they they're really intimidated it might be be uh it
1: may be easier for them to go to that
0: exactly to obese trainer I, I mean i i've
1: had i inherited a client once at the big box, um, who was quite obese and it was not a good fit because I did not quite know how to handle the amount of shyness and, and, uh, that she was carrying. Mm -hmm. We developed a really good relationship. We talked all the time, but I could not train her because she could not bring herself to come into the gym regularly. The, The eyes were always on her. Yeah. And you know, perhaps if I had been someone like her, she would have felt more comfortable, yeah, and could have continued her journey that way. Um, she did end up losing a lot of weight through other other means, and then coming to the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was just before I left, um, and uh, and so I mean, she did at least get some help. Yeah,
0: but again, that's it. It's I. Truly do think experience matters more necessarily than just the the knowledge base. Mm. So if you have the knowledge, you have the experience, plus you have the personality, you are the trifecta of somebody who should be a successful coach. Yeah. So again, that's what we're talking about here. If you're just talking about the fact that you're being a little fat phobic and you're like, fat people shouldn't be a trainer, that's disgusting because I saw a lot of comments. Yeah. On the old video or on the stitched video, I should say. Um, that's disgusting. How could she let herself go? Like nobody, why, she's obviously going to fail. She's like, okay, your opinion doesn't matter. She is hopefully promoting a healthier lifestyle to people similar to her. We all know that morbid obesity is a major health risk. Now, again, I haven't gone in depth and seen if she is actually totally okay with being morbidly obese yeah. if that was the case yeah maybe that i might change my opinion just slightly in terms of her as
1: a person but for all we know and, and we don't know because there's no bio attached that says this is my journey and, yeah. and i love having going into a gym and seeing the bios yeah to see who's coming from where um they're not just like born born the greek Adonis. <laughs> but um for all we know she could already have lost 50 60 pounds and, and we know now she's like getting into this and she is presenting a really good example to those clients. Yeah. Wow. We know somebody like that. Yeah.
0: Lost 90 pounds in the past year. Yeah. And they are a coach. They're still about four, 350, something like that. Yeah. Still very large, but they've made a lot of progress. And that's the thing. It's like, This is, and you know, we could talk about this on another podcast and maybe we will actually fitness is not where you are right now. It's the lifelong thing. It's the lifestyle where I was at two years ago. I may have looked the bodybuilder, incredible, in great shape, all that sort of stuff. But I didn't have as good cardio as I do now. I didn't have as good of a plyometric ability as I do now or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. I was not. You know, that was a snapshot of my fitness yeah. journey for the morbidly, morbidly obese person. That is their
1: snapshot right now. And it's tough. It, it was also just a physical snapshot. Well, and that's it. You're happier now and you're mellower now and you're in a better position. From my standpoint, looking I, at you. Am I mellower? You
0: <laughs> I get punched in the face every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Is that pretty mellow? I know, but, <laughs> but you know.
1: You're happier getting punched in the face that's true. than you were trying to achieve that absolute perfection yeah. day after day, judging yourself and going, Maybe I'm not it's not good enough yet. It's not good enough yet. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's that's the difficulty with the bodybuilding lifestyle, because you're always looking at yourself going, No, it's not ready yet. Yeah,
0: no, hundred percent. So. And it's tough. I get it. Everything is a snapshot, whether and it's mostly just physically. Most of the time you don't see the mental snapshot. But again, to ask or to say to somebody, you cannot be fat and be a trainer is wrong. To say to somebody, you know, you are a slow race car driver. You shouldn't be a race car driver. Well, maybe they're just a really fast race car driver, but the guy in first place is even faster. Like, come on. Like at the end of the day, you can be whatever you want to be. Just put your mind to it and you can probably do it. You know, she's, she's been doing it for, again, at least a year, probably beforehand, yeah. too. I didn't scroll all the way through. I didn't watch every single TikTok she's posted, but I'm sure she has. Mm. You know, look at how many boxers there are that are just tomato cans, but they're a pro boxer. Maybe mm. they're not actually that bad. It's just the fact tomato that the, <laughs> it may just be the fact that the guy they're facing is really, really good. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know the whole story. Or maybe it. it's just so corrupt that they paid the guy off to lose. But nonetheless, it is what it is. You can be yes. fat. You can be a trainer. Stop giving a shit and stop telling people what if they, they can, can or cannot do. And if it just stop commenting on their bodies. Like we, yeah. we're going to react to a lot more of these. And every single time we are going to get this point across. Stop commenting on people's bodies if they do not ask for your opinion. Bodybuilding is okay. like the only thing where you can actually do it. And it's funny when like bodybuilders get butthurt about like oh i didn't ask for that it's like yeah you did you went on stage and you asked to be judged yeah that is the whole point yeah <clears throat> not naming any names but there is somebody at the olympia that uh is the exact embodiment of that but anyways that's uh that's what it is that's all yes. i gotta say today all righty me too stay safe guys oh crazy. No, no not yet not yet if you have oh, questions oh. i forgot the questions If you guys have questions, you know where to find us. Just right below here. As always, stay safe. Stay breezy. There you go, guys. Take care.